Hello, bear with me, first episode, so I did mess up the audio just a little bit. It's going to be fine uh, for most of the episode, but for the first few minutes, uh, there is a duplicate of me. So, just bear with me, won't happen again, or you could skip like 10 minutes in. I don't really care. Thank you. Just give it a try. Who knows? One interesting flaw in episode one. What's that? I have to put the episode name on after. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're going to have to come, come up with names afterwards, huh? Doesn't matter. We'll figure it out. But welcome to Raw Chorizo. I'm Dylan. This is George. Just Dylan? No last name? Uh, just Dylan. <laughs> Oh, my name is George, or Jorge, Jorge, however you want to spin it. Oh, uh, you can hear me all right? I can hear you good. Ah, good. I feel like, if anything, you're a little bit more clear than me. Uh, you know, I do hear a little bit of echo on your mic when, oh, like, of when you speak. Yeah, like, you say something, and then it kind of echoes back, but it's fine. I do have, um, I mean, it's behind-the-scenes stuff, but it's so I can hear myself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. But episode one, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing, doing good, man. It's been a long time coming. We, uh, I think we've been talking about this for a couple months now, right? And uh, always for one, one reason or another, we kept postponing it. But um, I'm glad we're finally getting it done, dude. I'm excited. I know. Why don't we talk about a little bit about what's, uh, what this is? How'd you how'd you, how'd you come up with the idea, Dylan? Because cause this was your idea uh, when we started talking about it. I mean, oh, I've, I've always wanted, wanted to just do a, another podcast. Uh, I had the last podcast with Nick, and didn't end great. So instead of just kind of starting one off myself, where I want to just interview people, which eventually I can do, I guess you up to do it because you're my bud where we kind of reconnected again and i thought why not you're into kind of a comedy uh what is it like almost this is almost like bits we're doing in a way but we can also freestyle riff about real stuff is how i see it yeah i think i remember i remember we were talking so me and dylan we've been friends for for a good while if you guys don't know us we actually, and this is crazy, Dylan remembers a whole lot more than I do. He's got a vivid knowledge, memory, sorry, about 
about how we met. We met back in middle school. We were in sixth grade uh, in Las Vegas at Hyde Park Middle School. So if anybody watching, uh, you know, is from went like to Hyde Park during connecting all those people to us. So just say maybe. <laughs> Man, that was back in two thousand six, right, dude? Yeah, two thousand six is when we were in sixth grade. Was our first year. Yeah. So we were at Hyde Park Middle School. We met at uh, through a friend of ours. We had a class together. I think our first class together was PE, right? Physical Education. Uh, uh, we may have. You had Mr. Connolly with me, right? Oh, that's right, English. Yeah, that was yeah. the first class, right? Right in the morning. But we didn't see each other because I showed up really late the first day. <laughs> so you wouldn't have seen. I walked in and I just. Oh, the only thing I remember is everybody looking at me and I sat right next to Lauren. Lauren, what was her last? The redhead? No, no, no. I'm no. thinking about someone else. Uh, yeah. Dory or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, she's. Really yeah, I remember cool. her. So I remember that I, I the first time I saw you was in PE. We met through a buddy of ours, uh, Diego, who kind of introduced us. And after that, it was the rest is history, man. That was 2006. That was almost what? I think we're closer to 20 years ago. It's 2021. Yeah, about 15 years ago. And so, so me and Dylan were buddies in middle school. Uh, then I moved down here to Mexico, and I was—I think I sent you this this morning. Facebook reminded me of uh, this post that I that I had uh, published in 2010 years ago. I wish this... I had actually saved on my computer so I could just edit it in right now. But I'll try to edit it in later. Uh, yeah. But 10 years ago, this was when we were starting high school, we used to play uh, video games. I think that's something that really brought us together, huh, Dylan? Yeah. Oh, Just uh, playing a lot of video games online. We started with Call of Duty. Remember those Black Ops? Black Ops 1 was the uh, first game we were playing. It's still on the Duty. best. Absolutely the best. <laughs> yeah, dude, by a long shot. And we used to play, dude, we used to play for hours. Three, four, five, six hours. Through the uh, night. Through the night, yeah. And then it's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that was 10 years ago. And for like nine years, we kind of didn't talk to each other. I mean, every now and then we kind of see something on social media. You kind of disappeared for a little bit. I kind of disappeared for a little bit. And then um, just a couple months ago, we, we we reconnected. I can't even remember how. How, how, how do we start talking again? Just, just out of the blue, huh? I felt, I felt like it kept getting more and more, so, so like, it'd, it'd be, be more responses back and forth, and then, I actually don't remember. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think right I now, think but, I think it had to do um, with the fact that, um, I, it was one day I was streaming, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. That sounds yeah, I think you started streaming, and, and, uh, I think you were, you were playing, uh, Mario Kart or something, and I had that game, too. Anyway. So we're, we started talking about this. We had a good time. I think that first night that we played again, we, we might have talked for like four hours nonstop. It was a while. Um, yeah, it was a good while. And so we, we came up with this. Well, Dylan had this idea of doing the podcast and just kind of talking about different things, uh, different aspects. So for some of you who don't know, I'm living in Mexico City. I've been in Mexico City for almost for about 10 years now. Um and so there's a lot of stuff that we were talking about that first time that we started, you know, reconnecting about differences between, you know, culture and, and music and everything in Mexico and the, and the States. Um, 
So we thought we kind of talk about those differences in in some episodes. But then in the end, really, I think it's just going to turn into us just kind of talking about all kinds of things. We we have different knowledges. Dylan is an expert on all things uh, DC Universe, and and he's a – you're a big old nerd, dude. (laughs) Dylan has a – Last night, night, sorry to interrupt. Um, Her name is Rose Madden. Teo, or I don't, I don't remember. And she was talking about the fact that, like, back in my day, we used to call a nerd a fucking nerd. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I think we were both pretty nerdy. That intro photo you have of us from the yearbook, man, that is prime nerd years for old Georgie. Um, at the glasses and the little polos I used to wear and stuff. But uh, you had a fly outfit. Don't say that. Yeah, yeah, we st- I think we're still looking pretty fly, dude. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we it, it's funny because it, all that stuff about us talking again that was exactly ten years ago today. So Facebook reminded me that we we ended our first session of summer of video games and, and everything ten years ago. So we thought it was good as time as any to to you know get this thing running. And I have to be honest with you, Dylan. I don't know if you know this. But someone, because uh, you've been telling me, hey, man, let's do the podcast. I got everything ready. And it kept getting pushed back. But something that really kind of helped me, or I should say kind of moved this along, was actually your wife, uh, Nia. Mm-hmm. She texted me the other day, and she said, when are you guys going to start potting? <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, we got to get that going again. And uh, so uh, it's good. good thing that Nia also got the, the ball rolling on this as well, you know? Yeah. Oh. Make sure she knows that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but today's uh, December, December, February thirteenth. We're one day, one day away from the big day. <laughs> For all you lovers out there, uh, it's uh, February fourteenth. In, in Spanish, well, here in Mexico or maybe Latin America, I should say, it's uh, it's known as Dia del Amor y la Amistad, which is actually. The day of love and friendship, which I think is oh. interesting. We put the friendship in there. Okay. Yeah, it's it's San Valentin. It's also it's also known as Saint Valentine here. Uh, every day of the calendar, at least here in Mexico, has a saint. So every single day is sainted. So depending on the day you were born in, in Catholicism, it's it's a lot of back in the day they would name you after the saint of of that day. So think about it, 365 saints, and today's is St. Valentine, which I guess is the, the most popular one in, in Western culture, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I thought that was interesting how we do talk about love and friendship in, in, in Latin culture. Friendships are big. Friendships are a big part of our society. We, we have a lot of we're very social people, and I think, uh, I think it was a great day for us to get started because you're, Dylan, you're honestly one of my best friends. I think in the whole world I have maybe six best friends yeah. <laughs> i mean really like really six best friends which which sounds like a lot now that i think about it. a lot of people just have one or two but i'm lucky enough to have six um so if i'm going to name them off right now if you're listening to this if you didn't make the list tough cookie you know <laughs> no nah, i'm just kidding man. but i think really you're you're one of my you're definitely my my best friend uh growing up in 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 Vegas, you know, we we had some good times, even if we were only together for for a few years in Vegas. But um, 
I think it's a great day to get started. You have any big plans for Valentine's Day? Well, first I have to say, you said that so eloquently, and I have to give you a little appreciation right back, because <laughs> I feel the same. I have three, and one of those is my wife. So Nice. And we play with the other one, so like play Fortnite with the other one, Matt. Um, but to your question, big plans, um... No. <laughs> I had to re- kind of realize, uh, I was just thinking, tonight, watching the fight, it's a uh, good UFC fight between Kamaru Usman and Gilbert Burns, and my girl Macy Barber's on the card, and she is a piece. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tomorrow, Nia has to work. Um, I don't know if there's... Oh, Valentine's. Fun. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's funny. I'm asking you about Valentine's, but I, I don't know. I, th- I guess I should have known the answer to that. Dylan's not very big on on celebrating a lot of holidays. Yeah, I've noticed I, when we talk. I care about uh, like Christmas, and then I participate. Yes, in Valentine's that's right. Day because it's not for me. I participate for the other half. So, how long has Nia been your Valentine, then, Dylan? Um. Well, in eighth grade, we dated for about a year and then we got back together in 2017 so this will be the fourth in total 2017 yeah it was after valentine's day yeah that's funny because right now i was i was thinking about this in the shower when was the last time i had a valentine and i think that was the last year yeah, I was like, dang, dude, I'm so lonely. Thinking about all those Valentines <laughs> in the shower. Literally, yeah, I was just like, I, I sent you that song, Mike Katz. We'll, we'll shout him out later. Uh-huh. Um, he, he wrote he wrote this song. The album is called One Eight Hundred. I am so lonely. So I thought it was very appropriate to listen to that album while I took a shower. Uh, and I was thinking, like, geez, it's 2021. I think the last time I had a Valentine was in 2017. Oh wow. Um, it's, yeah, so that's funny because that's the first year you uh, you were Valentine's with uh, with Nia. So all this time you've uh, you've had a sweet, uh, sweet, uh, you know, sweet love. <laughs> I've been all alone. <laughs> it's funny how the nerd card turns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I think we're starting to shed light on that. Maybe you're not such a nerd after. Well, let me tell you guys this: if anybody of you knew Dylan back in in middle school, in up until I don't know. Maybe even in high school, Dylan, you could tell me. But Dylan was quite the ladies' man. Um, okay. Your perception of this is solely off of sixth grade. So I'm going <laughs> to clear this all up right now. Yeah, I don't know, dude. So let me tell you guys. And if you guys knew Dylan, Dylan was a heartbreaker you can, in sixth no, grade. You, you yeah, can say mean. your side real quick, and then I'm going to say it, and then you'll know the real truth, all right? So you go ahead. All right. So from my perspective, Dylan was always the one. All the girls were after him. Everyone had a crush on him. I remember, I'm not going to dox anyone, but I remember there was a lot of girls who, who would ride the, the school bus with me. Uh, I can think of two right now who would always, three right now who would always tell me, oh, you're friends with Dylan, and give how's me, Dylan, me, me, and does he have a girlfriend? Give me those names right now. Give me those names. Nah, I don't want to. Well, you names. know, one of them for sure. One of them for yeah. sure was Sydney. Yeah. She'd ask me about you. Um, we can go and then other people from like our so home you know, or if you can like give me a hint yeah. or something. 
Yeah, well, you know Sydney. She was a friend of mine from elementary school, and so she would tell me, she'd ask me, like, oh, hey, are you friends with Dylan? And hey, I saw you walking and talking with Dylan. And then I'd see it, you know, I'd see it in class and stuff. All the girls were always looking at Dylan. Dylan was always kind of mysterious. If you guys, he had the long black hair. Uh, and this is when, like, the emo culture, this was 2005, 2006. This is when emo like culture was reaching its prime. Than a bowl cut, all right? Yeah, well, it was. I mean, I remember seeing that in sixth grade. I was like, "Holy smokes, who is this kid, man? This kid is cool." Yeah, Diego had long ass <laughs> hair way before me. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Diego's had. I've. I went to elementary school with Diego Parson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he had long hair since like third grade. I remember that. No, like fourth grade. Anyway, so Dylan was always the one where all the girls were crushing on because he was this. You know, he had these blue eyes. These you have blue eyes, right? Uh, they changed. They're mostly green now. Uh, yeah. Green well, Dylan had these. Dylan had these piercing blue-green eyes. Uh, you know, he's got the cool hair. He had the whole little emo thing going for him in sixth grade. He had the skinny jeans. I remember Dylan was one of the first kids I saw wearing skinny jeans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. One and of I, the first baby. Yeah, dude. And I remember I got home and I was like, Dad, I need some of those skinny jeans. And we went and we went and got some some Levi's dude but I remember that so from my perspective Dylan was always that everybody's crush in sixth grade and, and then you had the twins crushing on you and then you know countless others um, so that's I don't know let's hear from your side then all right so in sixth grade I had a few girlfriends but they're like girlfriend they're not real all right first off second most of them, at least the ones I can remember, are very lovely people. Yes. <laughs> and third of all, after sixth grade, I pretty much had a girlfriend nonstop my whole life up until <laughs> now. Really? Yes, like consistently. So after sixth grade. That's um, at least 14 years of, of consistent girlfriends, Dylan. Uh, I, I literally dated, uh, and keep in mind, this is like middle school dating, but there was this, uh, there was a couple other girls at Hyde Park, they were all older than me, and, uh, Oh, yeah, okay, that just adds more to my, uh, <laughs> like, Mr. Ladies, man. You remember Rabia? Oh, yeah! Mm -hmm. I went to high school, she went to high school with me. I was in her class, uh, we had Spanish together. She was your girlfriend? I did it her twice, boy. Oh my gosh, dude. dude. Okay, she was a year older than us, right? Because yeah. yeah, I was a freshman. And she was a she was a sophomore. Yeah, wow. She, she was awesome. She was a cool person. Yeah, she went to Clark. She went to Clark High School with me. Yeah. Uh, one day when I was having a Halloween party, I say party very loosely. It was um, Nick's older brother and his friends came over and were trashing my house. Like, throwing <laughs> plates off the roof and shit. Um, but she walked all the way from Summerlin down to my house, which was, like, not close at all. And when I finally saw her, her brother, like, picked her up. And I went to go see Saw with her before. She's cool. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, maybe, yeah, I think maybe I did mention your name when I when I saw her. She was, she was very hot. Uh... <laughs> And I had I had a Spanish three with her in high school. Yeah. 
with a, with a couple other people. But dang, I didn't know that. Like, yeah, Dylan was in sixth grade dating seventh and eighth graders. Okay, let, we'll let the audience okay, know. So anyways, we'll let the audience decide. Grade, then I dated uh, like a, a couple girls, um, and then at the end of seventh grade in the summer, I met Nia. We dated all the way up until I moved to Denver, pretty much. Then when I moved back from Denver at the end of the summer, I dated a girl for all of freshman year. We broke up. I dated a girl for then like nine months. We broke up about a month later. Dated this girl for three years. <laughs> we broke up. I had a one-year gap of n- not dating anyone, and then it was like another okay. girl for a year, another girl for a year, and then back to that. <laughs> Yeah, okay, man. That's uh that sounds like a ladies man to me, man. If uh no, you just described a no, different girl every year. It's just a clinging for codependency. <laughs> well <laughs> yeah, well maybe, maybe we'd have to talk to Nia because yeah, that's I guess that's true. That's what we'll it's have her on here one what day. it said. And it's funny because I remember when I would see Dylan with his little girlfriends, you know, he'd always be like kinda cuddled up. Yeah, I guess that is codependency because you'd be like, Where are you? Where are you going? You'd even have like a little bit of a different voice. More of a soft guy voice, like a yeah, kinder I, I man. I become a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, were you with the with the ladies? Well, you know, and really, I mean, I never really got to know many of your girlfriends until now. Well, now your wife, uh, Nia, and let me just tell you, I love Nia. She's awesome. I love seeing you guys together. You guys are such a happy couple. Uh, you guys are hilarious. Um, the amount of patience that Nia has for you. <laughs> Is, is godlike. Yes, it is really. <laughs> Dylan could be one of the neediest guys sometimes. Would love it, but I just know Nia is such a sweetheart. She just uh, does so 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 many things for you, you know. And this is me seeing it from the outside, you know. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm glad you guys are together and you guys are happy. Um, I think I did remember when you got married. Sometime around that, I might have seen a post or something. Something. Because I do remember knowing that you were married. And you got married pretty young, right? How old were you when you guys got married? So our uh, three-year anniversary is in three months. Okay. Um, so that would be like 23 or so. I don't know. It kind of happened out of nowhere. So. Yeah. It... Um, I had had a series of, like, accidents, is the best way to say it, where uh-huh. Nia had realized that she couldn't come into the hospital, really, or, like, come see me at any kind of medical anything, and she was just crying one day, and she's like, I want to get married, and I was like, you can't fucking do it like that, that's not, I have to do it, you piece of shit. And she's just sitting on the floor, <laughs> sobbing her eyes out. That's, a, that's the most romantic <laughs> retelling of that story. Yeah. We're going to have to ask Nia to yeah. tell his story. Yeah, she's just sitting on the fucking ground, sobbing, like, a few feet away from me. And uh, after I'm, like, talking shit to her about this, I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. And she started crying again. And I was like, okay, well, I've wanted to marry you since I was, like, 13. So... This is perfect. Uh, and then the next week, we just randomly went to the courthouse. And then, uh, actually, like two weeks ago, she finally got her ring, which she's taking a look at now. I can see her hand. Come show it off, Nia. Let me ask you about that ring. 
So yes. what made you uh, finally take that step? Well, uh, because it was so last second, we never really got the chance to, like, think or look at any jewelry. And Nia is not a jewelry person too much. Or she is, but it's very specific. Um, would you say... Would you say you don't really uh, like... Yes. Um, like wedding jewelry or anything uh, like that? That's a beautiful ring. That's uh, a beautiful ring, diamonds yeah. are traditionally pretty tacky, and blood diamonds are unethical. Okay, so a lot of it has to do with her being a fucking social justice loser. <laughs> hey, Nia. Do you have a question for her real quick? Can we pass it? I mean... Yeah, go ahead, let's see. Yeah. I want to hear Nia's side. Get a quick cue real quick. Nia, I was uh, I was asking Dylan about. Well, I asked him how long you guys have been married, and he said three years. Um, and I asked him what made him take that step to get married, mm -hmm. and he said that you were the one who told him you wanted to get married first. Yes. Is this true? That is true. I did throw a temper tantrum about it. <laughs> Very true. Why? Why did you want to get married to Dylan? Um, yeah. Well. Dylan does not test my patience the way other people do. <laughs> yes, I've seen that. But that's, that's a good thing, because I generally am very short-tempered with other people. Am I too loud? Higher? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Um, but the, there's things about Dylan that I think other people would be traditionally frustrated by that I am very patient with and love him deeply for. But seeing him in the hospital was really hard to then just be told that I don't, I can't be told anything or know anything because I'm just his girlfriend, which, like love is not defined by the legal fucking boundaries that got in the way of that so yeah okay <laughs> so yeah. yeah and and from what i've heard nia nia you take so uh, such good care of dylan he was telling me that you're the one that talks to the doctors whenever he's got to go to the doctor you're the one that tells him which medicine he needs to take and, yes. and <laughs> so that's great i think that was a very smart move as well who knows where Dylan would be all alone in a cold hospital without you? <laughs> oh my god, I think he'd have, I think he would not um, survive. He would survive. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I just, Thanks. I wanted to make sure that I could be there to take care of No, I wouldn't survive. I... You need to give yourself more credit. <laughs> Alright, there you go. Alright, thank you, Nia. <laughs> Thanks, Nia. Thank you, Nia. Okay. Guest star, first first guest star of the show, Nia. Mini guest. And yeah, we'll we'll have her because Nia is very interesting. Um, I've gotten to know her over the last few months uh, during our Fortnite sessions, uh, and I love I always love talking about Nia and her and her name because <laughs> I always call her the Mexican variant of her name. Her name's Tania, but I always call her Tania, which is wrong <laughs> i've been she gets reminded called but... that she gets called way crazier versions of that all the time so that's yeah easy but that's but that's awesome that uh you guys are you know you guys are together and you guys are all uh so happy um and yes what she said about the patience uh is very true i think it's true of, of men in general i think um I, I think about the relationship my parents have uh and my mom is probably one of the, the most patient beings on this earth. You know, God bless her soul, because um, the more that I, the older I get, the more I 
starts to turn into my dad <laughs> in the way I talk, my voice. Sometimes people can't distinguish us on the phone. You know, they think it's my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do some things that he does, which I thought were annoying when I was little, and now I'm doing them, you know? So I'm, I just pray that my wife is as patient as my mom and as Nia because, uh, yeah, we can be, we, we can certainly get annoying after a little bit. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. So, so yeah, that's, um, that's kind of the story of, of you and me, Dylan, of how, how we've known each other for, for all these years and, and our friendship is, you know, held strong. And, uh, I do wish that when you do have your, your wedding reception, I'm, I'm definitely going to be there. You're going to be you know, the gonna... man for it. <laughs> you have to be well, I, I'd be honored. I would, I would really would be honored. Uh, to be there and to support you guys, and I love you guys. I love you guys so much. Yeah. And you're- but anyway, that, that's that's enough of that gooey love stuff. I don't know if you can hear the ten thousand dogs in my apartment complex. Barely. Right Just now. Barely. All right, good, because I think they're they're going nuts right now. Yeah. Be- we had a few more topics uh, on the list today, uh, Dylan. One of them was actually before we get away from all the lovey stuff. I wanted to know what were your some of your picks for the top love songs. Uh, maybe maybe one or two or three. When you think of love songs, what what do you think about? What? I see you uh, looking at the playlist right now. Yep, gotta have the playlist out. Uh, I got a few of them. So I there's, I mean, I have a huge playlist dedicated to like Nia, and it's just for her. She's the only one who gets to see it. But uh, okay. When I think of it, I think of um, moments or bands associated to music. So, like, one big one is uh, Have Mercy, the band. Uh, Okay. Like, their first album is, like, not in a positive way, but almost seems like the steps of a relationship from very beginning to very end. And uh, that's an interesting one. Um, Can you, if you played a little snippet of that, would we be able to hear it or no? Um, I think you can have up to 10 seconds of music. I don't know. Maybe I can include like a little playlist. Yeah, I'd like to, it would have been cool maybe to hear a little snippet right now. Do you think we'd be able to do that? Uh, yeah, I'll try a little. Even if it's just 10 seconds, just to get an idea of one of those songs Just where have you been I'm just waiting 10 seconds okay <laughs> I'm trying to be very careful yes yeah we don't want to get flagged where is this where can people see this I, I didn't even address that when we started um, where are you going to be posting this I, I'm going to try to get these videos on YouTube and I'm going to take the audio and um try to see about an rss feed that will put it all out to everything but um i'm gonna try to do the easy fast free stuff first right yes and uh this this will be good for our four viewers that is counting nia your two cats your dog and my brother (laughs) (laughs) who knows we might get a few i feel like we could pull a good little middle school crowd back to us maybe yeah that'd be great and if not who cares i thought about it like 
if not a lot of people listen to this, it'd be great to just have it archived, you know, for my future generations exactly. or our future generations, I should say. Any little Dylans out there, little, little stones. Oh, yeah, people don't know. This is also why I know Dylan was so cool. His middle name is Stone. Okay. My dad uh, had to name me if you're, for my first name. Stone was going to be your first name? If it were up to my father, yes. Yeah, that would have been actually pretty pretty amazing. But I remember when they called out Dylan's name, uh, and I couldn't remember because I even asked him, like, is that your real name? But I do remember calling, hearing that name in the attendance, Dylan Stone. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's name is Stone. Yeah, that's a pretty cool uh, middle name. But yeah, okay. So you got a playlist dedicated to Nia. That's a that's very oh. that's very sweet. I'm very thinking tender. maybe we put together a little playlist. I could put it in like the link of whatever this is for all the songs we mention or any artists we mention for today. Yeah, we could do that. We'll have that up for Apple Music. Uh, if if any of you guys have any, we'll check it out. I, I'm thinking of uh, I think my my top top love songs are kind of like yours. They're very situational, very about who they're dedicated to. Uh, what mm-hmm. the situation is, um, but I'm thinking. I think some of my favorite love songs are the ones talking about kind of like what you're saying, the full cycle of love, and especially now. And at this point in my life, I think the biggest one is falling out of love. <laughs> mm-hmm. So those are those are the songs. There's this song by I don't know if you know this this group, uh, Mom Jeans. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you know Mom Jeans. Well, Mom Jeans, it's. Probably their. I'm looking on Spotify. It's their top played song, but it, it's from that. It's from their album Best Buds, and it is Death Cup. And I'm Death not Cup is with that one. But so this will be new to me. So it's Death Cup is the song based solely on the end. So he's starting to realize that his relationship is about to end, and he's telling you know the girl to tell him the truth and. It's 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 like a dialogue between two of them, and how they you know all this time that they've spent together um, is coming to an end, and I think that was really really a pretty interesting part to focus on. Uh, it's a very strong. It's a very strong emotion, you know. I think we've all been through that, uh, but those are the kind of mopey, sappy, sad songs that I don't know, dude. I could just l- listen to all day, you know, even if I'm happy. Sometimes I like to put on those uh, those old songs, uh, those sappy songs. But I think right now a real love song. I think I sent it to you, and this is a guy. His name is Mike Katz. Um, we actually, I heard his, I heard his song. He's, I mean, if you look him up, it's Mike and then Katz with a K and a Z. Um, he's got eight thousand listeners, so he's up and coming. Uh, this is for all our hipster music fans out there. So you can say you knew him before he got big. <laughs> but um, so he had a song. It's called "Lovers of Nothing." That's the second song I sent you, Dylan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole album is kind of like an like an, a lovey album that he dedicated to his wife. Uh, but it's uh, I heard that song on the. Uh, do you know that skateboarding brand Crooked or Crooked? Yeah. I, don't know. I haven't seen them in so, ever. Wow. Yeah, they just released a video a couple weeks ago. And it's a it's it's a, it's one of their team videos that they shot here in Mexico City. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool, and I was I was watching it, and this song is featured. So me and my brother listened to it, um, and it's just an amazing song. And then I went and listened to that album, the One Eight Hundred I Am So Lonely, and I think it's a good love album. 
it does go from being love from him having just this crush on a girl and fantasizing about it and then just having the relationship and then an ending you know so if you guys check that album out i'll we'll add those songs to the playlist but and it's got that lo-fi lo-fi old school it's very matt uh, demarco-esque yeah exactly you heard it and you know i haven't even listened to that much mac demarco i, I wouldn't say Neither i'm a huge I. fan i've only heard him when but, uh at the store i used to work at oh yeah mm-hmm. they played a Mike mac demarco on loop at spencer's gifts uh, a lot of a lot of stuff it was bad hey who could who would control those playlists is that you or is that was there uh you guys listen to like some corporate playlists it was corporate playlists um that would be played at every store at the same time on a loop oh really oh yeah so they would change it like maybe once a month or so but it would be so like every day at three forty four p.m i would hear oh like fucking gosh. fetty wops trap queen or something oh so you have that playlist memorized then? We literally would would like be sitting there like redoing all the shirts on like boring days, and right when like a new song would come on, it would be like Fet- Fetty Wap would fucking end, and we'd be like, "All right, Michael Jackson," and then Michael Jackson <laughs> would come on, and it would be like some crazy <laughs> shit. It was the worst ever. I, I yeah hated working there. And you you've worked in retail for for. for for a good amount of time now and you were telling me the other day about those corporate plates i think nia was telling me too i think nia had a story about how she was uh blasting <laughs> what was she she was blasting some hardcore on in the store right she she got in trouble for yeah she uh, tries to get away with as much as she can on the music <laughs> with that stuff because they have like a li- different playlists whereas mine was uh just like a radio in there that connected to the computer and then like one person pressed a button at their corporate offices and everybody heard it they got to be like okay, yeah. i want bubblegum radio or i want 80s grunge dance or whatever the fuck <laughs> the only i've had very few experiences working retail but one of my first ones i worked at so my high school it was like a my my, my high school here in mexico um I forgot what it, what's that word when people go live at the boarding school. It was a boarding school. Oh, okay. Um, and they had a store there because uh, like it was on campus and it was it was a pretty well big store. I wouldn't say super big, but um, they had a, a lot of stuff there for the kids who lived on campus. You know, mm-hmm. so during the summer I had to go work there. I had gotten in trouble for something and I had to go give service at the cafeteria during the summer. Um, but the guy who worked at the cafeteria was actually a neighbor of mine and he knew I was a pretty smart kid. So he told the, the store owner, well, the, yeah, whoever ran the store in the school, Hey, this kid's pretty good at math. Maybe you could have him help you out at the store during the summer. And so he helped me out. And I had one of those, I was working the cashier and then I would do the books at the end of the day during the summer. And he had one of those, um, you would connect it to your iPod. This is, you remember the iPod Nanos? Yeah. You connect it to like this little bass thing, and it would transmit it to a radio frequency. Oh, okay. So you, it would look for a radio frequency. So it looked like for like ninety-seven-three. So you tune the radio to ninety-seven-three, and they would play whatever was transmitting from your iPod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, man, that's gonna make us sound old, dude. Like <laughs> radio I frequencies. Still have one of those in the car right now. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's broken. You used to have one of those old iPods? No, not the iPods. The frequency 
little connector. Transmitters? Yeah, the transmitters. Yeah, because there was ones you could plug into like an aux cord, right? And just aux it out to whatever you had. We have the aux one in the car, but somewhere in one of these boxes, I have a cassette one. Really? Yeah. I remember those. It was literally a cassette that you'd put in, right? Yeah, and they had like a, a cord, a cable coming out? Uh, it was a Bluetooth one. So like, oh, you're I would just have fancy. a little switch on the side, I'd put it inside, and then it would play, and then I'd have like my phone I could go on, and it would say, like, Bluetooth cassette. So I'd just play it off of that. <laughs> That's even that's like even more uh, I don't know like a more advanced than what I had. I was mine was a cassette tape with a big cable coming out of it, and that that was an aux cable. So it was a cassette tape attached to a, 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 a an aux cable. I feel like I may um, have seen those before. Yeah, that's crazy. And I was uh, um, you know whenever I talk to people, I think we're pretty old now. Well, I mean we're still in our mid twenties. We're not that old, but there's a lot of stuff. I have I have younger sisters. They're little, man. They're like nine, you know. And I'll tell them about cassettes and and tapes and stuff. And I feel old because it's like, oh yeah, they don't know. They have no idea what that is, you know. Anyway, so she had that radio transmitter. I plugged. I would have plug in my nano. And at first, I would just put in like you know like jazzy stuff because he was there. But as soon as that guy left the store, dude, I was blasting some Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> During the summer, I got in trouble for that one. I got in I blasted some 303 <laughs> from the album Want, uh, and, it would, and it was cool because it would sound on you know all the little all the aisles of the little store, all the mm-hmm. music that I had. And I even I actually met uh, some buddies of mine. We became friends because they would come in during the summer store, and they'd see me blasting some good old good old tunes, you know. And uh, they're like, "Hey, you know this song? Hey, could you play this song?" Um, but yeah, that's. That's how that's how it used to be, dude. That was poof. I was like, well, seven, six, seven years ago when I was working down there. But I lost my train of thought. I don't know where we were going with this. <laughs> yeah, we we trailed off a little bit from the Valentine or love songs, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's where we were. Yeah, I thought of a few more that I really think of. Uh, just to throw out, they're easy. Um, Turnstile. Wrong band. Turnover. Um, their album what's the name of it i mean a lot of their stuff um on their more recent album turnovers it is called all together they have a few songs on there that are kind of somber versions like um no reply and uh sending me right back those are kind of what you were describing, like the end half, but yeah. good nature. That album is very much in the upbeat tone of like a love song. And then the other artist I can think of directly, and it's there's a bit on all of their albums is Paris. If you're familiar, you know I, I haven't heard any. Of, I've, I yeah I've heard of Paris, but I haven't heard them. They style it like a like a V, right? Yeah. The PV. Yeah. Yes, they are, like, over this past year and a half, they've become a very, very big favorite of mine. So, like, today I went to Zia, got one of their records off of Trade-In, and uh, probably half of their songs on all three of their records are all, like, kind of love songs, whether it be positive or negative, and I really recommend those. They get me amped. Yeah, you're gonna have to send me some of those. I'm gonna have to check those out. 
Okay. I think my last my last input here would be I do love eighties love songs. I you know, I grew up listening to those uh from my parents. I think I'm trying to think what I now I can think of well, one of my favorite eighties albums is uh Songs from the Big Chair by Tears for Fears. And I'm a That's I really do like yeah. Yeah, Tears for Fears is good, dude. And I'm looking at the album right now. Maybe not a lot of love these songs. Well, they got Head Over Heels, and but some of my favorite songs are maybe they're not even love songs. The Working Hour, dude, from that album. Mother's Talk, oh, just a good album. But yeah, I mean, I'd hate to be that podcast where we only talk about music. <laughs> yeah. Although it's gonna be a big part of it because we do. Dylan has some very good taste in music. Uh, I would consider. I think I have a decent taste. I, I listen to literally everything. Um, uh, maybe not so much music in Spanish. I have started to listen to more music in Spanish since I've gotten here to Mexico. Um, I one thing I swore I would never listen to would be reggaeton, and now I am the biggest fan of Bad Bunny. <laughs> I love Bad Bunny's reggaeton. How do you like just, the uh, uh, Booker T music video? I thought that was good. It's because I like that. I like that he's kind of goofy. I like it's that hilarious. he. Yeah, he's got Booker T in one. He's got uh, Snoop Dogg in, in another video. Um, so it's cool, you know? And I really like that kind of music. It's kind of stupid music. It's just kind of like, it's I don't fun. know. It's definitely a vibe, but it's just fun. Yeah, sometimes, I don't know. Sometimes you'll listen to music and you'll get too into your head about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, it'll take you somewhere else. And sometimes I don't want to like think too much about it. I just kind of want to like listen to something passively. So I think that's a great genre to do so. And, and plus... Here in Mexico, if you want to meet ladies, and if you if you like the ladies, ladies love the reggaeton. I don't care if they are fresa girls, if they're you know preppy girls or whatever. Every every girl here listens to reggaeton. So you gotta have a good reggaeton playlist, you know, ready to go for when you know when things are getting spicy. <laughs> oh yeah, you gotta have one. And who are some other good artists, real quick, and then we can. I have a good transition out of this subject. Just for reggaeton, or yeah, just for, for love songs? Or both, either or, whichever one you got. I mean, my my biggest one is Bad Bunny. I like J Balvin. Um, that's about it. I, I'd have to. Uh, what's the other guy's name? And he does a lot of songs with Bad Bunny. Jay Cortez, like him. I like Nicki Jam. Uh, you know, from the rest, you kind of have to pick. Nicki you know, Jam here. looks like he has a fucking prosthetic jaw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that thing looks so crazy. <laughs> it looks crazy. Like, yeah, but, yeah, they've got their hits. We see Ninyandel has some good hits, you know. I'm kind of the newer era of reggaeton because uh, I have friends here who name off every big reggaeton hit from 2001 to now, you know. Uh, but but yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely started to grow on me. It's something that I, I absolutely hated when I was in high school. But these last two years, I think, is if you look at my Spotify wrapped uh, playlist, it's it starts to get, you know, in 2017, it's all rocky and hardcore and, you know, hip hop. And then 2018's more hip hoppy. And then 2019's reggaeton, reggaeton. And 2020 was a lot of reggaeton as well. So <laughs> we're, we're maturing, you know, I am. Uh, but I will listen to anything. I like other stuff, is really what it is. Yeah, really yeah. I like. I hate when people are like, "Oh no, I don't listen to country." Oh no, I don't listen to hip hop. You know, it's like, "Come on, dude!" Like everything has its nuggets. You know, you're gonna find a good, exactly. good song, and it's gonna grow on you. You know, and I like listening to anything. Like, really, if it if if I if it's pleasant to my ear, 
and I, I'll listen to it. I don't care who it you is. You know, put the mud on the tires. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love. Oh, there's some country songs. And, and they talk about the blue jeans. I love when they talk. I love in country when they sing about blue jeans, about how the things they do with their blue jeans on and she when they're on their tractors. Sexy. <laughs> hey, Dylan's good at doing the uh, the country voice. He sent me a few videos doing the the I redneck mean, voice. Those were good. garbage ones right there. I was just, <laughs> they're just so funny. Yeah. Like yeah, it's got, they got some good songs, dude. But so he, what? How, how are we doing on time, my man? Time we got a little bit left. Uh, I was gonna say, just transitioning out of love and '80s stuff. I'm making Nia watch the Wedding Singer for the first time. Oh yes, because she's classic. And and I have to make a confession. I think I've never seen it in one sitting. I've seen what. Bits and chunks of it, yeah. I'm probably gonna have to rewatch it as well because I've seen bits and chunks of it throughout my life, but I've never like seen the whole movie. Like, and recently that happened to me. Uh, Tom Hanks, You Got Mail. I'd never seen the whole movie. I'd always seen little snippets, you know, whatever when it was on TV. So I think I'm gonna have to sit down and watch uh, The Wedding Singer again. Oh, I've listened to that album though, yeah. you know, hundreds of times. <laughs> And if if you've seen it, just not all in one setting, I get it. She's never even seen it. Nothing, dude. That's a no. classic Sandler. When when we were little, we we would take road trips. My dad would always rent us Adam Sandler movies, so that's mostly where I watched. Uh, you know, all the Adam Sandler I know it's from road trips. You know, Big Daddy, um, uh, Happy Gilmore, uh, horrible Little Nicky. <laughs> that movie's so bad. Dude. I watched a video the other day um, <laughs> when Nia was coming out of the shower. It was every Adam Sandler noise in order. So it's just like... Oh, really? <laughs> like, it's just a bunch of that for, like, 15 minutes. Uh, you're going to have to post that, baby. That's funny. That one's really funny. And just to show yep. you how important this song is, it's number one on the playlist that I have for Nia. Wow. Adam Sandler? Yeah, somebody kill me. Somebody kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause. And she still hasn't seen the movie. No. Man, she's got to watch that right now, my man. As soon as we finish this here pod. Well, as soon but, as we uh, finish this up, the uh, early prelims for the fight start in forty-five minutes from now. Oh, okay, good. That's good. Yeah, uh, me and Dylan have been watching. Dylan is huge on UFC. He the amount of knowledge he has. He knows all the names. That's what's crazy to me. I, I suck at memorizing names. Uh, but Dylan knows he's got all the brackets down. So we usually stream those at night as well. We watch the big big fights. Um, and uh, that's your Saturday ritual, right, Dylan? Absolutely. They go uh, anywhere from 40 to 50 Saturdays a year. Uh, it's usually like six and a half hours every Saturday. They need to fix that <laughs> format, is for sure. But uh, I've have only missed two in the past two and a half years, I believe. Two fights. Uh, two fight nights. I mean, two fight nights. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's that is dedication, my friends. Uh, and uh, if most of you, if you guys don't know, Dylan does a little bit of a Muay Thai, and he does a little bit of a UFC. You know, he he does a, does a workouts, and sometimes he'll send me photos. 
photos of the stuff he does to his knees. And it is grody, dude. It's like uh, a red. It looks like it's about to bleed. Look at this bruise <laughs> right now. Oh, wait. Let's see if I can get it up here. See that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. I mean, the light I have here is not the greatest, but... Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm out of commission for a few days. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it Dylan goes hard on the on on the training. Let me tell you guys that, uh, and it's uh, it's done wonders for him. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, but it has. But yeah, man. Um, well, maybe yeah, we could start to wrap up because I I do see that there's some things that um, my brother just got out of work and might have to go pick yeah. that fool up. But um, but yeah, I mean, I th I guess overall, um. We're gonna, you know, and if anybody here stays tuned, uh, you know, send us send us your uh, anything you guys want to talk about. We'll definitely discuss it. Me and Dylan, we're big on pop culture. We're big on music, uh, big on uh, the current events. Um, and I think it'd be great if we had, uh, you know, Nia in here as well. Maybe maybe have Matt up in here. Matt Matt knows a lot. Matt is one of uh, Dylan Dylan's friend. I met him through through Dylan. Such a great guy. Um, recently, maybe we could talk about this later, but he gave. Matt gave Dylan a very impressive comic book collection. Yeah. Uh, just boxes of how many comics do you think there were in those boxes, Dylan? So there is. I'm trying to look at the shelf. There was about. A. No. I'm... Anywhere from 80 to 120 graphic novels yeah and then 400 comic issues like individuals give or take yeah, all, i i saw that that was crazy and we'll we'll, we'll chat about that too because dylan got me into reading some graphic novels i'm i'm reading invincible right now i'm i wrapped up reading uh saga or sega however saga, you pronounce it yeah. saga is Incredible graphic novel, incredible story, uh, which right now is not finished yet. So we're, we're all waiting for love graphic novel of all time. Uh, or comic yeah, it is. It is. It is a. It is a love story, huh? Um, yeah. But yeah, if it's uh, Dylan has a vast and incredible knowledge of all this. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if if there's anything else you want to add, Dylan. Um. This is a fun first little demo in a way. When we get the yeah. format more situated and everything, I'm sure this will be a lot more fun. And But like you said, this, it's just fun to sit and hang out and talk to you. Like to and have ah, same here, like man. a recording of it and everything. Because as much as we like will text or like play games and talk and stuff, this is a different way of expanding on it it's fun yeah definitely a different medium and uh it's glad of we're able to do this um uh and i'm glad uh glad we're talking again man i'm glad to, i'm glad we've, we've reconnected over these past few months and uh uh you know you've helped me keep my sanity during all this quarantine mm -hmm. uh definitely been a big help for me too man so love you i love everyone here um definitely get to know a little bit more about each one of us and i hope we can have even have 
a lot of you guys on the show just to talk it up, you know. Oh, it's a cool way. way to have this uh, thing saved, you know. And, and this will be in the internet for now and forever. So, yeah. got to come up with a cool tagline to end it, though. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> at the beginning we need a cool like "Welcome Rock Teresa." This is how we make the fucking sauce, or like whatever. You know, <laughs> I can't think of it off the head, top of my head, but we'll have like. We'll have a cool beginning, we'll have a cool end, we'll have interviews of with whoever. Matt's getting situated in Florida, Nia can be on whenever. We can have your brother on, we can have whoever you want on, it doesn't matter. Anyone. For sure, my man. But uh, anyway, well, uh, thanks thanks to you, Dylan. Thanks for your time, dude, and thanks for inviting me and having me here. And I uh, hope you can do this again next week. We will. Peace.